Jesus tells his disciples for those 40 days, he tells them, you need to be convinced I'm alive. He tells them, you need to be convinced the kingdom of God has come. You need to be convinced, friends, that you cannot do this work without the Holy Spirit. But fourthly, and quickly, he tells them also they need to be convinced that Jesus is coming again. In chapter 1, verse 9 to verse 11, he tells them, he Luke writes and says, after he said this, he was taken up before their very eyes, and a cloud hid him from their sight. They were looking intently up into the sky as he was going, when suddenly two men dressed in white stood beside them. Men of Galilee, they said, why do you stand here looking into the sky? This same Jesus who has been taken from you into heaven will come back in the same way you have seen him go into heaven. Hallelujah. Jesus wanted to convince his disciples that he is coming again. He is coming again. He is coming again. The fact of our faith is that Jesus will return just as he left. They saw him go in bodily form. And the Bible is emphasizing they will see him, we will see him come again in power and in glory. If we know for sure that Jesus is coming back, we will be obedient to the work that he gave us to do. Matthew records and Mark records and many other recordings before he comes. The gospel must be preached to all nations as a witness. And then Jesus shall come again. Jesus will help us to capture this truth and obey him. Because he is exalted at the right hand of God where he possesses all power and authority. Hallelujah. May the Lord help us to capture these truths. And they will, because he is seated at the right hand of God, a position of authority. And he says that he has given us the same power. In Ephesians chapter 1, I think from verse 19, Paul prays for the believers. In Ephesus, and he says, I pray also that, that they have for you, that your eyes may be opened. In order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints, and his incomparably great power for us who believe. He says that power is like the working of his mighty strength, which he exerted in Christ when he raised him from the dead, and he seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms, far above all rule and authority, power and dominion, and every title that can be given, not only in the present age, but also in the one to come. And the Bible says, he made everything to be under him. Hallelujah. The fullness of him who fills everything in every way. In other words, friends, there is no chance to fail. Those who will give themselves to this, the Bible promises they will succeed. Look at Acts of Apostles. The men who were weak were transformed. They preached like never before. They were willing to die. Paul says he suffered. Every form of suffering, but he stood strong. Friends, we cannot be able to stand. We cannot be able to preach. We cannot be able to obey the truth of God's word unless we understand these four truths. Number one, we must accept that Jesus is what? 
It's a life. Number two, we must accept that the kingdom of God has come. Number three, we must accept that this work is impossible without the Holy Spirit. And we also must be driven by this fact that Jesus is coming again. And it may not be as long as we think. By the way, if he is not coming soon in his bodily form, we are going to meet him soon. We don't know when. And so time is limited for us, brethren. Let us do what we must do. Hallelujah. And so the post-resurrection experience of Jesus was great for his disciples. May it be the same for us in Jesus' name. Amen.